Nathan. Oh, it's the boy. It's yeah. the man. The man himself. All right. Should we just roll it right into uh, the big yeah, one? Yeah, roll it right in. The big famous show? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it. Hello and welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. It's a podcast for artists that may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed. And I'm Nathan Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt. Season 10, Mother Truckers. It's episode two. Episode two. Where in. Where in. We review the album Soul Rebels. Soul Rebels. By The Wailers. Bob, Bob Marley, Marley and, and The Wailers. The Wailers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, re- I realized we didn't do any like table setting for episode or, uh, episode one of season 10. So Did we not? I don't think so. I think it was because we, we were all time traveling, and so we didn't even think of it. But yeah, uh, uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, uh, and for some reason you made it to episode two of this uh, season, this is a show where we take an artist and we listen to all of their studio albums in an effort to understand them, to take them seriously as artists, and uh, yeah, basically to to take artists, as we say, that may be un- misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed, and to understand them, recognize them, and remiss them. What's, nope. what's the opposite of dismiss? Try again. Nope. Karen? <laughs> now it's your turn. You, you try. You, you, you have a guess. Undismiss. You undismiss. Have a double negative. In. Oh, oh, okay. It's very uh, George Orwell. Yeah, I get it. Okay. But yeah, we've, we've co- covered Garth Brooks and St. Clown Posse. ABBA, Alanis Morissette, T-Pain, T-Pain, My Chemical Romance, no wait, is that, Sl- yes. Slayer, Slayer, and a bunch of other shit, and now we're talking about Bob Marley and the Wailers, and, yeah. but mostly Bob Marley. Yeah, uh, this is the first reggae album of Bob Marley's career. It's the first reggae album we've listened to on this show also. Also that, uh, less importantly yeah. <laughs> to mention. Well, I mean, depends on who you're asking. Yeah, this is a huge so, change so the, from the last album. The first album was all uh, ska, a little bit of Rude Boy. Um, what are the other? What are the other names of the genres? They're rock steady, like, but R- I think that hadn't been invented yeah. yet. Soul and R and B, Mento, stuff like that. Mento, yeah. Um, and then uh, someone in in between the first album, which I guess is technically a compilation, and the second album. Uh, some band invented reggae music. They invented the genre. I'm trying to remember Toots what the name the of the band is. There it is. Yes. That's the oh, one yeah, I saw live a few weeks them. ago. Yeah. They have yeah. a song called Do the Reggae, which gave the name the to the genre. Yeah. And apparently, like, Bob Marley heard that song and was like, oh, we got to do this now. And he took it to the producer and was like, I want this. This is this is it now. The, f- me for uh, for this. For us. Yeah. Now we do do, it. do this to us. Do this to us. Do the reggae to our music. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a huge change. The sound is very different. Uh, Bob Marley is much more uh, spotlighted, which makes sense. They like renamed the band to Bob Marley and the Wailers. Yes, uh, but he does not sing all the lead vocals. There's a bunch of Peter Tosh. Yeah, there's a few Peter Tosh. Yeah. Um, also, to chart Bob Marley's uh, growth and development and change. It seems like he's a Rastafarian at this point. Uh, Wikipedia is a a little bit unclear about the timeline of that. Uh, But you do get some some religious imagery on this album. Most of it seems pretty Christian-y. There doesn't seem to be any explicit, like, Haile Selassie shout-outs, or they don't say the word Ja, or uh, any of those other, like, markers. But there is some, like... um uh, the 400 years, which I guess is like a reference to uh, the colonial period in um, in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and the Rastafarians like want to return to Ethiopia, which they view as the promised land, mm-hmm. um, and then it's like, "Come with me, you black and brown." Um, so, yeah, it seems like he's subscribed at this point, mm-hmm. or at least interested. Yeah. Although I don't know if he's... He didn't write that song. I think Peter Tosh wrote that song. That's a Peter Tosh song. Yeah, 400 years, I believe. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, Bob Marley is credited one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of these 12 songs. He's the only credited writer. There's one written by James Brown, which... Oh, I forgot to get a sound sample of the original. Maybe we'll have to... Put so that Curtis in Mayfield? Yeah, what... 
Did hmm, did Curtis Mayfield write a song called Rebels Hop, or did they do the thing again where they just like did an interpretation of a Curtis Mayfield song? I think because uh, the Temptations, I believe, is Curtis Mayfield's band. Um, uh, I thought it was the no. Impressions. He was. You're right. Because uh, they they stole a little bit. Yeah, my bad. You're right. They stole a little bit of Cloud Nine from the Temptations. I think. Oh, genius lyrics would have us believe. I see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They seem like to play pretty fast and loose with their influences. And right. I mean, also, I mean, Jamaica didn't have any copyright laws, so right. it was just kind of like, kind of like the early to. days of hip hop. Yeah. Or you it's, could just like it's a golden age. You want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish that's how things were. Yep. Um. Yeah. Where were we? So all the all the horns are gone. Mm-hmm. It's all just uh, electronic organs and uh, guitars. Mm-hmm. Bass. Bass is very prominent. Yeah. Um, There's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more groove, a lot less melody in general. Right. Especially yeah. in the instruments. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it, at times it almost gets into like sort of a hic- hypnotic vamp. Um, yes. A bit like Afrobeat music, though, of course, the songs are a lot shorter than Afrobeat. Um, but yeah, the, the bass seems to take over most of the melodic content of the instrumentals. The guitar is mostly a percussion instrument. Um and like, what do you what do you mean by taking over the melodic content? Um, in many of these songs, it seems to be the only thing that's really playing a melody. Like the guitars are playing are you know being very percussive chords, and then there's drums. Um, but the bass is often very melodic. And um, apparently, the guy who plays the bass for the Whalers, Aston Family Man Barrett, he is actually the band leader, and he's responsible mm. for the final arrangements of the songs. Gotcha. So he did the reggae. He did the reggae. Also, also, side okay. note, I cannot believe how loud the bass is for a record from 1970. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Usually the bass is mixed very low in older recordings. Like, you can barely hear it on a lot of the Beatles records. Um, and p- part of that is, there's a couple technical technological reasons for that. There were a lot of people who didn't have stereos that could produce very good low bass frequencies. Uh, that wasn't as widespread because right. it, it's harder to pr- reproduce than a, like a treble or mid frequency. Also, vinyl records, if you have bass that is too loud and it um, it doesn't even have to be like amplified. If the groove in the vinyl is cut in such a way that the bass is one of the louder parts of the song, it can actually cause the needle to skip out of the groove from what ah. I understand. Like just because of the way you encode music onto a physical object in that way changes the uh, the sort of contour of the groove and so the needle can just like pop right out from what i understand man yeah so so yeah maybe maybe this is a remastered version or something or maybe they you know had the bass loud but not loud enough to actually wreck the vinyl or whatever right yeah um there is a not great cover to this album uh the band apparently hated it it involves yeah a, a woman who is uh Got in some, some sort, sort of, of military kind of outfit, kind yeah, of sort of army green, more like a fatigues, para, like a paramilitary kind of look. Right. She's got a big machine gun, and then uh, her fatigue jacket is open, such that you can see her breastices, not the nips, yes, but definitely the the curve, the most of the. Uh, uh, Are they like airbrushed over or something? Because it's hard the, to say. Because that's where they would be. It, they might have been airbrushed over. Yeah, because there's kind of like a red tint. It looks like they were just like, well, I can't show the areolas. But you can yeah. kind of see that. I don't know. Anyway, they weren't consulted, apparently, and they were kind of pissed about it. Cause Understandably. Because I think, it, you know, they're, well, yeah, but also, like, I think they were, like, religious. And they're, it would, I think the immodesty of it was, like, upsetting to them. Ah, like yes. Vibe. I have so. heard that um, some Rastafarian sects can be kind of patriarchal. And so I wonder if any of the whalers were uh, subscribing to, like you said. Uh, They're not like hashtag free the nipple. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's just what I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah. It does look like, yeah. I, I found a, a bigger photo of, it does look like they're kind of airbrushed, at least on one, one or maybe both of them. Yikes. <laughs> Listeners, right in. <laughs> if you're, that's, uh, I don't like that. If you're going to, if you're going to do that, show the nipple. And if you're not going to show the nipple, then don't do that. It's kind of like uh, I Dream of Genie, 
when uh, they had her midriff showing, but then they had gave her a, like a weird belly button plug, oh, so right. that she didn't have a belly button. <laughs> because everyone knows that's the most erotic part of a woman's body is well. The every, maybe it was just maybe they were just like everyone knows that it's uh, the lore of the gin that they don't oh. have umbilical cords. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you could you could spin it that way. You know, head cannon continuity. Just be like, yeah, you know, they're not born. Whatever. They have to be wished into existence by another genie. Oh, I wish, 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 wish. Oh, I wish so hard. Yeah, that's not one of the rules, wishing for another genie. Oh, shit, you're right. Loophole. Ah. Damn it. Now we just got to find a genie. Cinema sins. <laughs> Cinema sins. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> they should hire me. Yeah. That's the exact well, kind of trivial bullshit some, they like. Some songs? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which song do you want to talk about first? Well, since this album is called Soul Rebels, maybe we should listen to the first track, which is called Soul Rebel, and we can try to figure out what that is supposed to mean. Ah, we can try. You can definitely hear there the like the uh, recognizably Bob Marley singing, which uh, I yes. didn't hear as much on the last album, um, right. whether various production or he sang in a different way or something. But yeah, you can yeah. totally say, "Oh, this is definitely Bob Marley singing." Yeah. Uh, so this is seems to be a song about an itinerant worker, uh, not living good, travel wide. Um, I've got work to do. If you're not happy, you must be blue. But then there's a bunch of statements uh, mm-hmm. like, I'm a rebel, soul rebel. I'm a capturer, soul adventurer. Mm-hmm. And I I guess those are supposed to be more poetic unless those are um, already terms in, in, in Jamaica oh, like or rebel? in their vocabulary. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what he's capturing. So... Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder uh, if there's like a Jamaica.UrbanDictionary.com. Oh like, my god! I yeah. Like it seems okay. It seems very hard to uh, figure out as an outsider what like some of the like Jamaican terms or things that mean different things in Jamaica than they do in America. It's it does yes. not seem like there is a place on the internet where they explicate any of the Jamaican slang or vocabulary yeah, I, that I don't understand. I, I searched scrob for like the last month. Oh boy. And uh, I still do not know what scrob, what it means to scrob or what a scrob is or what scrob is describing. Oh no. I guess we'll be looking the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing about the song is that um, people are, are gossiping and speaking poorly of this itinerant worker mm-hmm. who is the first person in this song. Mm-hmm. I'm a rebel, soul so, rebel. Uh, I'm a capturer, soul but, adventurer. Uh, some people call me Maurice. Woo woo. Wow. Um, uh, he does speak speak of the pompatus of love in this song. The pompatus of the love. The pomplemousse of love. <laughs> Le pomplemousse d'amour. Y'all ever fucked a grapefruit? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Who hasn't? <laughs> Duh. Who among you? <laughs> I mean, that's originally what that Billie Eilish song was about. She said, I'm the grapefruit fucker. Duh. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, it oh, doesn't you matter were, anymore. You were Steve Millering. Um, yeah. It's kind of unclear what is really going on in this song. Uh, there was this one moment that uh, seemed very... Um, uh, shit, what's it called? Uh, my Droogs. What's that movie? Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Yeah, he says, I'm a rebel, I'm a rebel, soul rebel. Do you hear them lippy? And I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like a Clockwork Orange word. Lippy. Yeah. Is that, is that, some? that must be some I'm sort lo- of slang for like mouthing off or talking about me behind my back or giving someone some lip, I think is it maybe a comparable idiom? Yeah, or maybe he's saying like, it's, it sounds like Lippy's like a person or something, but like the way that he says it, but maybe he, what he's saying is, do you hear them and how they're being Lippy? Maybe oh. that's like how it would translate. Mm-hmm. Do you hear them and how gossipy they're being? 
or maybe he's addressing the listener. He's like, do you hear them? Comma, lippy. Yeah. I always call my listeners Do you hear lippies. them lippily? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's trying to present the lippy awards for best yeah. talking. Something I, ki- I kind of appreciate this line. Um, I, I actually have some audio of it, but the lyric is soul adventurer. And then parenthetically, how they adventure on me. And I don't know what that means, but I, I think it's, I just, I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to hear a sentence that I've never heard before. <laughs> yeah. Frog <laughs> and I blast just like, I really core. don't know what that means. Shall we listen to the sounds for sound sample? Yeah. yeah. Gossip around the Yeah. Adventure on me. Maybe they're, they're like just trying various schemes to get him. To get him. To get him. <laughs> like capers. <laughs> what? Shenanigans. Oh, Is yes. that what he means? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't mean like the... Like the restaurant? Like the olive adjacent oh, thing. Yeah. Um, you, wait, shenanigans are olive adjacent? I'm, capers are. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, there's a, a lot of major seventh chords in this song Hmm. um so a typical chord i'm bringing out my banjo get ready go um banjo wouldn't be the first time oh it's not not too bad okay so um a typical chord in western music would be a triad like that three notes the first note of the scale third note of the scale and the fifth note of the scale um or uh starting from the first note so you can you can do that same thing on any of those any notes in the scale Mm -hmm. anyway uh the idea is you just skip a note and play the next one um and when you play them together it's chord uh but you can also put extensions on the chord like uh, a major seventh meaning you're playing the first third fifth and seventh like that this is a very like uh stereotypically jazzy sounding chord i i say jazzy because um a lot of jazz actually doesn't have any roots and it's just clusters of chord extensions um and you don't hear like the root or the fifth and it's just sort of implied and the bass is covering it um but uh yeah this is a that very smooth kind of sound so they aren't actually i don't think they're playing a major seven chord in the instruments they're playing the normal triads but then um the vocal is playing or is singing the major seventh degree so changing the quality of the chord Mm -hmm. so it'd be like like that Mm -hmm. anyway so listen to this uh example i believe the major seven is the last note in the phrase in the background vocals or maybe it's in the main melody i'll point it out Mm, okay right there yeah i there's some really cool background vocals in this album i like that yeah 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 cool song yeah there's not Yeah. yeah there's i don't know there's not a lot going on in the lyrics that is very accessible to me um yeah it's it seems like it's mostly just the one idea i'm a rebel soul rebel and there's like a little bit of fleshing out of that idea but not a ton yeah i think maybe maybe the main idea that this song is trying to get across is like hey i'm living a non-conforming life um i'm deciding to not care about what other people think about me um and I don't fit in, uh, and maybe that's the uh, sort of attractive ideal that they're trying to paint. So right. I also wondered, like, how much of that is a is a political statement too, especially with the word rebel. Yes. Because from what I understand, yes, like a lot of reggae musicians and a lot of Rastafarians had a fairly strained relationship with Jamaica itself, and especially the government. Um, you know, I from what I understand, the government had outlawed marijuana which is a sacrament in the rastafarian religion right um and there's actually this one reggae song that i forget who does it but it's on this uh playlist that rachel has uh where the chorus is like if you continue to burn up the herb we're gonna burn down the cane fields like very explicitly uh sort of defending 
the domain of reggae music and Rastafarians against a government that does not seem at all concerned with what they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wonder I wonder to what extent this is just sort of a political or societal statement of nonconformism. Right. Okay, you want to talk about a different song? Maybe, let's see. Tr- keep it rolling. Song number two with Try Me? Yeah, Try Me. Here we go. You need someone to come for you. that's so cool (laughs) yeah play my sound sample of the wow 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 in the background vocals so we can get a a better listen to that (laughs) i love that they're gonna do it again but go down I forgot about that part. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what that makes me think of? Oh, wow. Hey, that's one of your little drawings. There he goes, pole vaults over the thing. There he goes, and there he is. Oh. Wow. Seven projects. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's going to be our honeymoon. Wow. 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 Right? Yeah. Great. Amazing. Let's go to shoe shine. Wow! <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I di- I didn't know Owen Wilson was the the BGVs for the <laughs> yeah, Whalers. Yeah, he is. Oh my god! This this wow, wow wow. This is from a channel called Owen Energy, and it's a compilation of Owen Wilson says wow. It's got eight million views. <laughs> hey, s- side note um, on the lyrics genius. Okay, sorry, that was YouTube being dumb. On the genius, uh, there's another picture of this uh, album cover, and in this one, uh, it does not seem to be airbrushed. Is there a nip? Yeah. Where? Which one? I mean, it's dark, and it's well, that's racist. In, in try me. Uh, you mean the one uh, up top? Well, I, I, I do, I do mean that like the skin color is is dark and it is slightly obscured. Uh, yes. So yes, wait, wait. It it is a little less stark of a contrast. The sidebar or the the one up top? The the one on the sidebar, yeah. Oh, so I wonder. That looks like the, I don't know. It still looks like there's no nipple there to me. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They come in all shapes and sizes and colors. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that one doesn't look like it's messed with. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. Uh, listeners, write in. <laughs> yeah, listeners, send me... <laughs> no, never mind. Send me nip, nip picks. <laughs> nip picks. Yeah. Um, so, um, speaking of, of uh, dark skin, actually, there is a notable uh, uh, boner that the genius pulls boner in the sense of um mm-hmm. a dumb mistake in the outro bob marley says uh need good lovin i'm black and i'm comely yes i'm black and i'm comely genius, genius doesn't say that on mine that's what i'm saying coming. that's what i'm saying they get it wrong he clearly says you're saying the mm, the lyric is comely uh-huh he clearly says comely oh. um i mean we could listen to it right now if you want to but uh which is it's a reference to song of songs there's a there's a oh. bit where the woman's like, listen to me, my sisters. I am black, but I am comely. I think. Oh yeah, isn't isn't Song of Songs about how King Solomon and um, the like queen of Ethiopia like are like Bilkis. getting together or something? Bilkis is her name. Um, I think there's there's a lot of uh, tradition that basically says that. Um, Interesting, but I don't remember how much that's like accepted as actually being what it's about. And comely just means uh, nice to look at. You come, yeah. Do you Cameron, come when you look at him, Cameron? Don't sit, <laughs> Cameron. This is a family podcast. We don't talk. We don't. No, we don't it, talk it, about that dirty toilet garbage kind of filth here. <laughs> do you want to listen to the to the song itself? Skip uh, right to yep. the end. Listen to comely. You hear that? It's, it's fading out a little too much. Let's go back. Oh, he just said it again. Okay. Sorry. It's premature. Comely. You hear that? Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But genius thinks yeah. it's coming. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sometimes it's a little hard to say because, like, there are certain little affectations that I... 
Like sometimes when they say the word little in these songs, it sounds like little oh. and things like that. So you never necessarily know when it's just a word that's pronounced in a different way or if it's just a different mm-hmm. word. I can see that, yeah. But yeah, I, I perked up actually hearing that, so, knowing that it's like uh, the biblical reference. I was like, oh, I see what you're doing there, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby Marley. So this this song is saying you should try to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> or you should try having sex if with me you that's need different than try to <laughs> listen baby i've got the action where i am that's where it's at so listen baby it's tit for tat hmm? i think he's got a tattoo and he's like you show me yours and i'll show you mine <laughs> okay, tit for tat. Great. it's on my dick <laughs> the tattoo's on my dick <laughs> oh jesus uh actually probably i i, I think rastafarians don't like tattoos if I, if I remember okay. right. So then how do you explain this lyric? For tat? I don't even, maybe he got a tattoo back when he was a Catholic. That's what I'm saying. So s- seriously though. So tit for tat means like, um, it's like a, it usually means if you, if someone does something bad to you, you'll do something bad in return. No, not always. It can be a good thing. Tit for tat. Okay. We're again? looking this up again. This again? is a black sheep all again? over again. Okay. I'm looking up dictionary. No, we'll do Merriam. Uh, old Merriam-Webster. For tick for tack for toe? Okay. The first definition, an equivalent given in return as for an injury, retaliation in kind. That's as for, though. That's like, that means, I would say that preposition means here's an example, right? As for? Okay. I'm looking up Wikipedia. I'm unsatisfied that you are not submitting right are you, now. You like so subs? So here we go. You want me to go for subs? Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm on Wiktionary, and it says, number one definition, only definition, equivalent retribution, an act of returning exactly what one gets, an eye for an eye. Well, shit. Oh, no. Ah, Delicious. Mm, Oh, no. Oh, I love being right. Oh, you know what? You know what else about tit for tat is is it's Cockney rhyming slang for a hat. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna stupid. go put on my tit cockney for tat. Like it's really dumb. <laughs> Fuck the cockneys. But it's dumb on purpose, and that's smart. That is cool, actually. Um, so it's cool to be dumb on purpose. Tat, uh, I do it a lot. So I, the reason I w- <laughs> am fixated on this is because I. It seems more interesting lyrically if he's saying it's. Uh, so listen, baby, it's tit for tat because he's. He's using it in a flirtatious way, saying like, hey, you do something bad to me, meaning like do good sex stuff to me, and I'll do something bad to you, meaning doing good sex stuff. So it's like a subver- it, it's a like a little subversion of the idea that it has to be retri- retributive. Is that a word? What? <laughs> he's saying, why would he be saying it's tit for tat unless he's saying like, we're going to 69 oh. or like, I will... I will make sure that you are also satisfied sexually in this Dude, maybe he just wants to pay some attention to those tits, you know? They don't got any nipples, okay. but you doesn't <laughs> mean you can't his do di- stuff his with his them. Dick tat. Wait, wait. All right, fine. <laughs> you know, tits. Tits, uh, bro. I'm cutting this all out. <laughs> you can cut anything you want. I'm You're going to cut my entire episode. half, which you probably should. Yeah, this is going to be me. That sounds like a better show, oh, can't actually. Wait. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, <laughs> old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. And no one else. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Uh, anything else you I have don't, to say about Try not Me? Not really. I mean, do you have more sound samples you want to talk about? No, wow, I just wow, thought, wow, wow, wow. wow, wow. <laughs> just the Owen good. Wilson. <laughs> Listeners, look it up. There's some very good uh, compilation videos of Owen Wilson, and they have 8 million views. 8 million people cannot possibly be wrong. Nope. Nope. All right. Next song. Let's talk about No Sympathy. No Sympathy. Not one simple word, good word of advice from any of my so-called friends. <laughs> if I don't love, no sympathy. So salty. Yeah. What kind of love they've got for me? I'm on my way. Ooh, speaking of biblical references, this is a bit of a Book of Job song. Hmm. Um. Do tell. You know, poor Job can't find no love he can't he can't get no sympathy yeah uh, he, he's well see, is that most of the book of job consists of him getting shitty advice from his so-called friends and 
as we say in, in as they say in verse one here not one good word of advice from any of my so-called friends well you sh- shitty advice on the book's own terms but all of their advice is like hey you should probably renounce god <laughs> a good god wouldn't allow you to do what <laughs> wouldn't allow all that, this stuff that's to not what they say you. they say hey what did you do that was so evil that god is punishing you for they don't tell him to renounce god come on i thought it, they did his, it's been a while since his I've wife read tells it. him to curse god and die so she says to to renounce okay god, but Mostly because she she thinks that it, if you renounce God, you'll be struck down and then you'll be dead and then you won't have to deal with any of this shit. You'll just be dead. It'll be great. I guess that's not the best advice. But, you know, I yeah. I mean, he doesn't say it's bad advice. He says it's not one good word of advice. So it could be like mediocre or just, you know, sure. not great. It's not it's not good, but it's it's not bad. It's just, the advice is fine. I mean, it's it's whatever. Uh, for my so-called friends. I think this lyrics interesting when I'm in my trouble here, only me feels the pain, which I he's sort of saying like people aren't um people have no solidarity to me. Like my community is just not yeah. helping. Yeah. That's a good point. Um and they're not sharing my burden with right. me. Um, which I think takes this song from a just this is like a salty um, kind of bitter song to a like no I, I actually I need some I need a people around me who will mm-hmm. help me out and uh, I'm just surrounded by haters and this sucks haters um, so I'm on my way to happiness where I can find some peace mm-hmm. and rest um, I'm gonna search till I'm free there's a way out um, and there's hope mm-hmm. so. Might as well, might as well. I get out. I get out of hell. Might as well get out of hell, <laughs> Cameron. Might. Might as well get out of hell. I mean, it's either one's yeah. good. Yeah. This is a Peter yeah, Tosh song. He sings song. it even. Um, he had his own career, I believe. I don't think he, did he even get. I don't. Did he get started with the Whalers? Maybe he did. Ah, uh, oh, he was. His name uh, is Hubert Winston Macintosh. Oh, it is. Um, he was. Oh, he was one of the ori- original founding members of the Whalers with Bob Marley and Bunny Whaler. Um, and then Bunny. Uh, he left in 1976. My bobbies and my bunnies <laughs> yeah. letting down their hair. Oh, that's an old school callback. Oh, a Garf. Uh, he was yeah. killed. He was Season murdered one. in Jamaica in 1987, which is also what happened to uh, the drummer for the Whalers, the brother of uh, Family Man Barrett. I forget his first name, but... Uh, Wait, were they literally all murdered? Uh, Peter Tosh was, and so was... Um, let me look it up. Uh, Carlton Barrett. He was also murdered in 1987. Oh, so Bob Marley, I think there was an assassination attempt, but he died of like, uh, what was it, melanoma yes, yeah, or something? Yeah. Okay. So people did try to kill yes. him, but unsuccessfully. Yeah, and they did kill Peter Tosh. Unless they like switched out all of his sunscreen for like oh. some non-effective sunscreen. Is that a bad joke? Is I that in poor well, taste? I can't tell. I I would imagine he probably didn't <laughs> okay. use sunscreen because uh, it doesn't seem like that would uh, comport very well with the emphasis on natural uh, stuff that Rastafarianism seems to have. That's just a guess. I Shot don't know, bar. man. Like, well, I don't know. Black people burn too, right? But like, they there are like if you look at the um, like the diets that a lot of Rastafarians subscribe to, uh, they like refuse to eat any non-natural foods a lot of them um yeah but they use like hair products and stuff you think there's probably like a natural like you know sunscreen oh, i mean that's a good something. point yeah all right well all right i never thought i would google this but um do rastafarians <laughs> use sunscreen this is what the show is now it's what the show is now Cameron, many Rastafari avoid coffee and other caffeinated beverages. They do not approve of excessive okay. alcohol consumption. Most Rastafari disapprove of Sounded cigarettes. Like Mormonism a little bit. They, uh, the most strict interpretations of ital, which is the, uh, the, the principle of vitality, uh, with the word V, the V removed, ital, um, the most strict interpretations, according to Wikipedia, don't even allow metal cooking utensils. In this case, only clay and wood cooking pots, oh. crockery, and cutlery are used. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm reading. So this doesn't. This is. This does not necessarily represent all Rastafarians, um, but uh, from jaw-rastafari.com, it's on a forum. 
and one of uh, one people made a thread that's uh, one person made a thread that said I feel that sunscreen is doing people more harm than good jaw has already provided I and I with means to protect ourselves from the sun a sunburn is the body's way of healing damaged skin it rushes blood to the surface of the skin to heal and repair the skin and to carry away damaged cells and toxins a tan is our body's way of protecting ourselves from the sun the melanin in our skin absorbs the sun's rays to protect our skin from damage uh, etc mm-hmm so, so, like I said, don't seem like big fans of sunscreen. Yeah. So. Well, all of our Rastafarian listeners, please write in. <laughs> give, send us your tit pics. And, Is it tit pics? Uh, <laughs> let us know if you use sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, ah, this, episode's this episode bad. <laughs> Just this cut sucks. this out. Um, let's talk. Let me, me theory explain yeah, for a bit. Yeah, please. Okay. Um, so, uh there's a lot of ambiguous harmony in this album uh, or in this song specifically. For the most part, it sounds like they're playing a minor five chord, mm. which is not as common. Um, usually if um, usually if someone's singing a song in the natural minor scale, meaning um, no raised notes borrowed from the major scale. Uh, le- okay. So I'm just gonna play this real quick. So a natural minor scale sounds like this. Right? Um, and then a harmonic minor would sound like this. Um, has that raised seventh degree. That's where that major five chord comes from um so the chords would be like minor one minor four and then major five and then back to minor one um but uh most of the time when a song sticks to a natural minor scale and doesn't have that raised seventh degree um the chords won't use a minor five uh, in the progression it'll usually be something like something like that um it'll kind of borrow more of the chords from the relative major um but this song um uses a lot of b minor chords which doesn't have as dramatic of a resolution back to the one chord so Mm -hmm. a lot of the song kind of goes back and forth between the minor one chord and the minor five chord um which is yeah a kind of peculiar sound of specifically the um it kind of sounds like in some parts the background vocalist who is singing the seventh degree of the scale can't always decide if they're trying to sing a minor or a major and it has kind of a cool ambiguous effect on it so Hmm. um anyway uh take a listen take a listen is this extra beat into a chorus no oh no no, the other one okay and extra beat into chorus not one simple word good word of here it is. Yeah. So, uh, in a, one would expect the the harmony to be any of my so-called friends like that, um, mm-hmm. but instead he kind of more sings any of my so-called friends, and it's like kind of in between the two notes. Um, but the, the chord in, in the instrument is playing a minor chord. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's kind of a cool sound and it, it stands out because it's not sometimes by doing the thing that is less harmonically dramatic, um, you are calling attention to it because Mm -hmm. you're not just like doing the obvious harmonic choice. So, uh, another thing I wanted to point out in, that sound sample that we just listened to is there's one extra beat before the chorus starts. Um, and the transition is really strange. So, um, I don't know if I'll line it up or not, but, um, maybe I will. Yeah, I can line it up. I'll count along with it and then I'll line Mm -hmm. it up so that when I'm counting, you'll hear me go one, two, three, four, five, and then one where the chorus actually starts. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and play that sound sample again. Not one simple word, good word of advice from any of my 
One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, one. Ah. You hear that? Yeah. He sneaks yeah. in the I can't find no love part. Sneaks in a little extra beat. Yeah. Sneak so that like, beat. <laughs> sneaking beats. You know me. Uh, so then I was like, is that just like a weird uh, blip in the arrangement? Um, is that a, an anomaly? And then I listened to the second chorus um, and the same thing happens. So I'll count it off mm-hmm. for this one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, a really interesting choice. Um, usually people add two beats if they're going to add beats. They don't necessarily add one beat. It's it makes it odd, like literally, and it's an odd mm-hmm. amount of beats. It's five beats. That's weird. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm pretty interested in that. I don't know why they decided to do that. Hmm. I think it sounds cool. Yeah, and it, it has a jarring feel, and then you have to reorient to the new beat one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, let's see. Move on to another song. Yes. Um. Let's talk about four hundred years. Why not? Four hundred. So this is another Peter Tosh song, and you can hear him singing vocals there, lead vocals rather. Uh, and Bob Marley is in the background vocals conspicuously. You can hear him. Um, yeah, so this is this is uh, the one we were talking about earlier, 400 years, and the 400 years refers to the time of colonialism, and uh, it says on Genius, there's a helpful annotation on 400 years that says, it's a reference to the colonial period, the Rastafari movement represents the Jamaican descendants of Africans who were enslaved and taken from their lands by European conquerors. Yeah. They often connect their exile with the biblical notion of Genesis 15, in which God says to Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them 400 years. And then it says, after these 400 years, the Rastafari expect a liberation movement. When do they count the 400 years starting? I'm not sure. I was looking at, I did look up the transatlantic slave trade a little bit yeah. just to like figure out when. Um, it seems like maybe the early 1500s. Right. Uh, was the time that it began in earnest from what I could understand. The Wikipedia so that page would make isn't really designed. Yeah. If they're saying like, Oh, it's been about 400 years. Right. Now's the time. Cause yeah. if they were see- <laughs> if it was later, they would just be like, just hold on 100 more years. You know, yeah. <laughs> then we're going to fucking get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, there's these lines here. So come with me to a land of liberty where we can live, live our lives and be free. And the genius has an annotation on to a land of liberty to say that uh, the promised land for the Rastafarians is Ethiopia, which I believe sounds correct to me, considering yeah, how we, they, uh, they revere Haile Selassie, the emperor, the last emperor of Ethiopia. Right. Yeah. So why do they fight against the youth of today? And without youths, you'd be gone, all gone astray. Good point. It's a little bit... Um, uh, the times they are a changing almost. Your sons and yeah. daughters are beyond your command. Uh, come on, let's make a move. Now that the time, the time has come. Fools don't see, but I know the weak is strong. Yeah, that's an interesting line. I know the weak is strong. Yeah, that's a, that's that's also... Is that biblical? Well, uh, I think Does so. The, the last shall be first kind of thing. The meek yeah, shall inherit the earth. Right. Yeah. So maybe they mean sort of politically weak. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. just, you know, like downtrodden. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be, he could be referencing things like slave rebellions or, right. Like the gross inequality of the American South, where the plantation owners, you know, would own dozens or hundreds of people. And if there was an uprising, then you would see how strong this group of people is, even yes. though they're regarded as being weak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm very curious about Jamaica and its whole political situation. Because just based on some of the like reggae lyrics I've seen and heard, it seems like they once they got their independence from the UK in 1962, it seems like maybe the government was kind of repressive. Yeah, it's kind of it's hard to say though. I don't I don't know much about it. 
yeah, like who who decided what government was going to take over? Right. Yeah. Hmm. And you know, if <laughs> why couldn't they just have legalized ganja like right when as soon as they got independence? You know. Yeah. It's very important for a pretty significant subsection. Actually, that's a question. How many Rastafarians are there? Like, is it is it a significant percentage of Jamaicans? Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll check that out. Um, how many are there? How I thought I read there? that there was like a million. Oh, here on Wikipedia there it says there are an estimated, estimated 700,000 to 1 million. Mm-hmm. The largest population is in Jamaica. Right. And how many people does Jamaica have? It has. What's the population of Jamaica? This is what this this show is now. We're just looking up things and reading them. Population, 2.89 million. Oh, shit. That's actually a lot less than I would have expected. Hmm. Huh. Okay, so it could potentially have quite a few uh, Jamaicans, or uh, uh, Rastafarians in Jamaica. Oh, I wonder if it's in the, in the demographic section of, uh, of the Jamaica... Oh yeah, this is interesting. Apparently, there's a there there's a a contingent of Ma- Mau- Ugh, Maori um, mm-hmm. and uh, Aboriginal Australian um, Rastafar Rastafarians, uh, and oh, there is a little community in Japan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Wikipedia says that in Jamaica itself, there are. 25,000 Rastafarian males and 3,700 Rastafarian females. Not, which is not that large a percentage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Man, I bet Jamaica has, I bet there's a lot of interesting history and, um, of course, tragic history too. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anything else to say about this song? Uh, no. Okay. What song do you want to talk about next? Uh, well... We could talk about... I have some musical things to talk about for Rebels Hop. Okay. That's the one that was co-written by Curtis Mayfield. He's the first credited writer, in fact. This is just Rude Boy, right? <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? It's like, or is that, or, or was that the first track of the last album? Okay, let me look up the Wailing Wailers, because uh, these these are definitely um, recycled lyrics. Wait, are you saying that Doobie Doobie Do by Day is not is not an original lyric? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's look at Put It On. Um, I think they say some of these lyrics in Put It On. Wait, the movie? Uh, oh, no, that's Bring It On. No, no, I think it's just Rude Boy. Why you gotta be so rude? They say, I'm walk the proud land, anyway. land, my friends. Yes, They say, shooby dooby by day. They do? Uh, and they say, um, give me a little soul, soul, oh lord. But they don't say in this new song, this song, Rebels Hop, they do not say Rude Boy Rap. They do not. And Short therefore, we don't nickname. have to spend an hour talking about whether or not that refers to Bob Marley mm-hmm. or whether that's a, a verb to rob. Uh, yeah, we don't have to. But we will. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most interesting thing we hey, can think of to when, talk about. When we, have your, when we have Carlos, your father-in-law, on to talk about, uh, <laughs> to talk about Bob Marley, how, how much are we going to be allowed to talk about what rude boy rob means and what scrobbing means? Oh, well, shit. Well, that those are the only questions I was planning on. I mean, that's all of my questions are about those. I know we Should could I not ask him that? like what, you know, what does it mean for you to be a, a reggae musician in Ohio? Are you a rude like, boy? Yeah, but <laughs> I would rather just um, yell rude boy rob a bunch because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's going to got... be cool with that, right? Oh, yeah. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Yeah, Great. exactly. Okay. So cool. Uh, yeah, so this, uh, this genius says interpolates uh, Cloud Nine by the Temptations, which, uh, wait. I don't even know what that word means. Interpolates? 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 Interpolates. Interpolated. Uh, that generally means. Interpolates? Interpolates. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a physical metaphor. If you imagine like the two poles of something, like of the earth, for instance. Uh, the idea being is you kind of like uh, add something in the middle. You like 
you like uh i'm not describing this well but it's a physical metaphor where you're like taking something that has two poles and then you're kind of like shoving something in the middle where that didn't okay explain explain how that word then fits in this context uh so they took their song and they uh interpolated sections of cloud nine by the temptations they put that song in the middle of their song i guess so yeah it's a temptation sandwich with whaler's bread yes exactly whaler's bread why don't they just say that (laughs) that's a great question so so simple it's so simple uh i don't really know what the song's about oh uh yeah i mean yeah i don't understand the metaphysics of asking the lord for a little soul yeah me either give me a little soul oh lord give me a little give me a little soul oh lord He's just really into dark souls. <laughs> like stealing souls. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Gotta catch those yeah. souls. Yeah. Um, this might just be as simple as a dance song that... I think that, it is. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily meant to be a uh, poetic statement. Dooby dooby doo by a day. Um, it's pretty fun. There's some cowbell on this. And the cowbell is decidedly on beats one and two and only beats one and two. It just goes clack 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 um, <laughs> and and i do say clack because it is kind of a muted cowbell um it doesn't really clang mm-hmm. let's like take a little feral wood right yeah let's take a little listen oh Why? how do you know it's a cowbell I don't know. It sounds like some sort of metal instrument mm-hmm. um, that's kind of muted. It sounds like someone's holding a cowbell by the bell and hitting it. Oh, ooh, that's actually an interesting thought. Yeah, it could be that. As opposed to hanging it from something um, so that it can fully resonate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a funny little choice. I like it. Uh, yeah. It's like cowbell, three, four, cowbell, three, four. <laughs> um, that's there's how I another count. moment that I like really well where they're just singing super behind the beat. Um, For those who aren't familiar with that idea, it just means um, they're singing slightly after um, the beat of the band um, is asserting like the, the, the band is asserting a certain beat and the voices come just a little bit after it. It's a a lazy delivery and uh, it sounds really cool. Not lazy in the sense that uh, you no. think that these singers are not doing things right. <laughs> I I mean it. I mean that judgmentally, positively. A positive judgment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. Cameron loves laziness. Yeah. Right there. I've got to keep on moving. Wow. That yeah, was very behind cool. the beat. I love that. Lazy. Those, those lazy assholes. <laughs> Good on them. Oh, boy. Um, rebels hop. Rebels hop. And that's possessive. It's not just saying that the thing that rebels do is hop. Yeah. It is a hop for or of What's a rebel. What's the deal? <laughs> you know, those rebels always hopping around. Have you ever noticed how... No. How many times has this happened to you? Uh, let's see. One more song and then we're done. Rebels hop. Rebels scrap. Rebels um, scrap. Yeah, let's do Yeah, let's do one more. Um, yeah, your choice. Ooh, let's see. No, My Cup is Fun, but that's a James Brown song. Uh, I think I remember No Water being kind of interesting. Let's take a look. All right. Read me, read me, baby. I'm going This is written by Bob Marley, although the it sounds like um, it doesn't necessarily sound that much like reggae to me. It's it kind of sounds like a soul song, like the melody he's singing. What do you do? What do you think of that? Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, the beat is definitely like double time, so it's like uh 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 uh, which is a little bit more like ska, uh, mm-hmm. whereas the reggae is like so it's like uh, there's twice as many accents as you would think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Like uh, like Italy, or am I right? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's got twice as many accents as you'd think. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, that's, that's like, all I got. Like the Neapolitan accent, which I'll, sh- I'll do for you right now. Demonstrate for us right now. It's a me. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella. Mario's, Mario's Neapolitan brother. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? Um... I'm Cameron, edit this you, so it sounds like it's coming really fast. Do you teach shut improv, up, shut Cameron? Up. <laughs> shut up. I think you should. You should really get into... Shut up, you shut should, up, shut up. should start teaching at UCB. I think you'd be really good at it. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's end the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about the goddamn song. Okay, all I have to say about this song is that there's some really fun BGVs and it sounds like gargling. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's listen to that. Here we go. These crazy BGVs, they sound like gargling, he says. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, they, they actually recorded those vocals underwater in order to get a, a unique effect on them. Yeah. And and that that's that's all well and good, but when they had to, to get out the, the diving helmets full of water for them to sing the these vocals live, that's just a logistical nightmare, Cameron. Yeah, you know, they used to put a lot of care into these old records, um, <laughs> and now it's just all quantizing and auto-tune and you know it's all computers and bits and bites and beeps and boops yeah they don't have to risk the lives of the musicians anymore (laughs) they don't have to waterboard the musicians to get them to (laughs) have cool effects i mean they still do but they don't have to yeah uh yeah no water can quench my thirst i'm in bed send me a nurse oh that's sexy i'm thirsty thirsty lord of mercy some hot hot nurse fantasies (laughs) okay great (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you think that's really what's going on um it's hard to no probably probably not but Yakko, you never know. hello nurse what they have a sexy nurse fantasy are you serious uh one I, of them literally every episode says hello nurse and then there's like a what hot do you mean? nurse like an inappropriately what? like attractive nurse in in animaniacs what are you talking what i mean i haven't seen that show since i was like in middle school probably uh it sounds like it really stood out to you, though. Yeah, it was very. Is this the beginning impactful. of your specific proclivities? Uh, I'm going to drop a thing in the Discord to you. Oh, oh, is it hot? Is it sexy? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. <laughs> There's a whole song. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Yeah. Oh no, the babies are horning on her. of the year independent a career there's not a thing that she couldn't do oh she's alert she's aware she's got legs like a stare and a well, I do appreciate that he values her intelligence and her agency and her career but I mean besides the lyrics it does seem very uh objectifying of her voluptuousness uh yeah Mm, i have never seen this maybe i wasn't allowed to it's too sexy yeah you know i'm sure there's a lot of horny old men that still make cartoons today but i don't think they're allowed to get away with as much (laughs) that sounds right (laughs) oh boy oh man that's just uh, there's one classic Mm? animaniacs where uh they're like trying to solve a mystery and they're like, um, they tell Dot to get the prince. And oh, she comes boy. back and she has prince in her hand. The and, singer prince. And then they said, no, I meant uh, fingerprints. And then she looks at him and she says, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the jokes that kids love and totally get. Yeah. That was a joke about putting your fingers up Prince's butthole. That was yeah. in a cartoon that I watched as a kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, Cameron, I'm looking at, uh, I still have the Wikipedia article for Jamaica open right here. And here is a little trivia fact that I learned recently. Uh, if you can believe everything you read on the internet, which I believe you can, Jamaica is the only country in the world to have none of the colors, red, white, and blue in their flag. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's green, yellow, and black. 
Yeah, that's a good look. It does look good. Yeah. Um, Still got a primary and, color in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, if I remember right, uh, are all three of those from the uh, the Ethiopian flag? Uh, I don't know. From what I understand, like the Ethiopian flag and colors, which I guess are uh, yellow, green, and red, have been adopted by um, many African nations and others of the African diaspora as a symbol of uh of pride because ethiopia was for a long time one of the only independent african countries that wasn't like just completely colonized it was taken over by italy there for a while yeah this is turning in the show where we talk about all the things that we know nothing about uh-huh <laughs> great <laughs> this is what the people want yeah um anything else we should uh cover before we wrap it up uh, I, I guess I have one more theory explained to reaction, which is all about uh, thermodynamics um, and what? the laws about them. You know the song Reaction? Oh, oh yes. Talking yes, about yes. reaction, okay. talking about yeah. attraction. Yeah, let's take a little listen. To every little action, there's a reaction. Yeah, it's Newtonian. So this chord progression's uh, pretty interesting. It's just two chords, um, and it goes back be- between a minor one and a minor two, which is a really odd chord progression. Yes, because it makes it uh, in Dorian mode. Um, so the minor one chord goes n do me so, um, and then the two chord goes re fa la. Um, so that makes the the scale go do re me fa so la te do. So it has a major six mm. in it. Um, wow. Yeah, it has like a really has a really odd sound. Um, and I think especially when you just go back and forth, there's uh, a lot of whole step m- motion, um, and there's no half step resolutions. And it, I think it has a really eerie sound mm. <laughs> going back mm-hmm. and forth. So. Yeah, let's take a listen. Yeah, that first yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really couldn't tell you what this song's about, but that aspect of it was interesting. I mean, to he's me. talking about reaction, and he's talking about how he's talking about reaction. I mean, and he's talking about attraction. Yes. The song does say what it is about explicitly, but I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah. It it yeah, it's it's one of those songs where it's like, yeah, to everything there's a react equal and opposite reaction. And you're like, okay, well, what is the reaction? What are you reacting to? Like, we yeah. get the idea about the reaction part, but what does that mean? We're all physicists here. <laughs> yeah. We're all we're all Newtons. We're all little Newtons. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Well, that's all she wrote. We we thought outside the box set again. <laughs> we we've done it again, Cameron. Hooray! We accomplished it. Yeah. Uh, next week. Oh oh, I was gonna say about this album. It's very hard to find. Um, we eventually had yes. to resort to getting it on YouTube. Uh, the reason for that, I guess, is that Island Records uh, released. This didn't really release this album outside the uh, the uh, Jamaica, and instead they released an album called Rasta Revolution, which included mm. most of the songs from this album. So they're it's, they're doing that thing like this happened to the Beatles a little bit, where they released an album uh, that was only in one market, or then they got a different album that had like right. collections of songs for a different market. Yeah, it, it's weird. So. Yeah, it's it's hard to find, uh, which I think is going to happen also to the next uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers album. It's probably also going to be similarly hard to find. Um, it's called Soul What's Revolution. What's the name of that next one? Soul Revolution. Soul Revolution. We're going to talk about next year, and it was released. In, uh, most of it, rather, was released under the title African Herbsman, I think, or Herbsman, huh. which is I don't know. It's, is that title of a song? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but I think. Once we get past that one, 
um, they're pretty much one-to-one. They stopped doing the shenanigans where they release different things under different titles in different places. Yeah, but all that to say, next week, Soul Revolution from 1971. And until then, you should go on our Discord or visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast, but really just go on our Discord. Uh, yeah, smash that's hmm? where we mostly hang out these days. Yeah, yeah, when I, I've classwork and it's hard for me to be on there but i try um i i'm on there somewhat regularly great uh please remember to smash that subscribe button cram that like key hit those stars right in their goddamn star faces yeah and if you want us to keep making the show you can give us support directly at our patreon at support.boxset.website and yeah we do have to you know host the uh we have to host the show it's not free (laughs) yep and uh, every once in a while, we buy things to use on the show, like gear or and domain stuff. names. Or I was domain just talking, names. Just for, talking for today bits. about how I, I bought a chubboys.club. <laughs> and there was, there was yeah. a person I was talking to, Cameron, if you can believe this, who was incredulous that I would spend $15 a year uh, only for one year. I don't think I renewed it, but uh, for the domain name chubboys.club. Oh, so it's available now. I wonder how expensive it is now. Oh, maybe it's gone up in price. Ooh, that's, yeah, we gave it some it value add. Oh, boy. Yeah. It, Cameron, it was with the implication that that might not be worth $15 a year. Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh, that's you can. Silly. Oh, okay. Oh, I accidentally, I accidentally typed in chubby boys. Chubbyboys.club? Yeah, it just says chubboys.club is, totally, is a totally awesome idea still being worked on. Check back later. Well, what do you know? Oh. Well, Someone's working on those chub boys. Always. Oh, wait, I typed in .com. Oh, chubboys.com is available. Oh, that's only $12.99. Interesting. Oh, get it. Get it. Hey, here's a stretch goal on Patreon. We will get chubboys.com if you, uh, if, <laughs> if um, we get back up to 69 bucks a month. Yeah, nice. Oh, we could get chubboys.store. <laughs> that's also better. good. Even better. All right. Uh, you can also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool. And it's about, and it is, music that he plays acoustically live with his guests while he also talks to them yeah. and interviews them and asks them questions. It's usually old-timey string band, Appalachian fiddle and banjo and guitar and uh, dulcimer and uh, bass and cello and various other instruments. Sometimes it's also nickel harpa or spooky Swedish folk music. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get real nerdy, um, join me there. So nerdy. So nerdy. Right? Well, until next week with Soul Revolution, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I've been sneaking beats. Oh. Sneaking in those beats. And I'm going to go sneak some beats. Oh, yay. I'm going to make a borscht. Sneak all those beats in me. good episode delightful <laughs> oh boy we done it again cameron oh god oh no <laughs> oh we'll get it next time there's always next christmas there's always next christmas in july yeah. oh boy yeah